listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively. Get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Kamalina Bikino, and we've got David Leo back in the studio. Welcome, David. Thank you, Kami. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Happy Wednesday, yeah. hump day. Yep. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing well this morning. All right, David, it is another episode of Bible Heroes yes, today. Yes, looking forward to it. Yeah, and last week we did Joshua, mm-hmm. I believe, um, and it was a recording, but we had so many people involved in actually interacting with that um, episode. I oh, was wow. keeping an eye on the chat. Awesome. So that was actually a really good um, episode, and thank you for everyone who um, texted in. We really appreciate you guys. Um, and today we're starting our episode a little bit differently to mm-hmm. normal. We've got a question for uh, for you this morning, which is, who is someone in your life who saw potential in you? So again, David with the hard hitters. Uh, you know, it's a big deal, you know, like, yeah. um, I, I think this, this story of Gideon, yes. he's popularly known as the guy that went with 300 mm. soldiers and took on a whole army, right? Yeah. And... You know, I've seen some awesome artist impressions, but like anything, it's the backstory that makes yeah. makes things so uh, interesting, you know, and Gideon's another one of them, you know, and so we're, we're going to peel back, we're going to rewind, go back to the backstory, see yeah. where it started, and then when you go, what? Wait, wait a minute. Is this is this where Gideon the Great Warrior started? And um, I love the title that was <laughs> given given for this episode. Oh, uh, yes. Gideon the Wimpy Kid. Gideon the Wimpy Kid. <laughs> so, and, and that's where it all begins, you know. Um, I, I'll, just, I'll tell you something that happened just a few weeks ago, Kami. Yeah. Um, I was driving in Glenorchy, just a suburb not too far from us at the moment. And I was at the crossing, just in the middle of the, the town there. And, uh, you know, when, when people cross, you know, when the light goes green, they, um, the little little man that goes yeah. green and they can cross the road. Well, it went red, you know, and, and then my light went green for mm. the car to move. But then these two teenage kids decided they'll take their time and walk ever so slowly oh. past the car. And I got their attention. Mm. I said, hey, uh, and, and did the hand gesture to move it. I, yeah, I've got to move, you know. And one of them turned around and flipped the bird at me. Oh, wow. And I tell you, in a second, you know, in a second, yeah. the old man, David, was like, man, let's pull over here, you know, and uh, <laughs> let, let, this, this kid needs to, you know, um, hear it or feel it. Yeah. But as soon as I pulled over, pulled over the car, you know, it was as if God immediately said, these are the guys I want you to work with. And I was oh. like, oh, you know, and straight away, whoa, there's potential in this kid? Yes, yes. David, there is. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, like that's <laughs> that's nuts. But the, just the, the way that God works, and you're going to see even with Gideon, it's it's massive, you know. Mm. But um, have you got an answer for that question? For who's that who's question. someone who saw potential in you, Carmen? Oh, well, um, I've been very blessed. I've had Amen. a lot of people. Um, wow. Like, I've had youth directors in the past give me opportunities. So that's how I learned how to. Um, I, I, I learned a lot through be, being given opportunities. And a lot of the things I can do now today, which people, you know, give me a lot of praise for, and I get very awkward about it. I'm not very, I'm not someone who enjoys compliments. Um, but. <laughs> Like, for example, leading out in worship, I learned how to do that because one of the youth directors uh, in the past, when I was a young person, I think I was like 14, 15, wow. when they first approached young. me, yeah. Um, yeah, 
gave me the opportunity to do it. And um, I learned from watching people. So, yeah, I learned from watching him and some other people. And then I gained those experiences and I figured out how to do it. And I guess also there's Jason, our lovely host, Jason, who, yeah. who saw potential in me in being in this role. Um, and, yeah, he was also another worship leader who uh, pushed me when I was younger. And, um, yeah, pushed me to do a lot of solos or to lead out as well. So I've, I've, I've been blessed in that, in that regard. People have given me opportunities. And um, I, I'm someone who doesn't like to let certain things pass me by. So I'll take them by the horns and see what happens. Yeah. So, no, that's, that's yeah, great. I mean, I've been very, very blessed. There have been people in my life who have seen potential in me. Yeah. And it's always, it's always a, um, like you, you said, it was a blessing. Mm. You know, like um, I, I go back when I... <laughs> When I go back and think about this question, when I was 13, um, I tried to steal some watches from a retail shop. Wow. And I got caught. Okay. Right? Yeah, so I got caught. My parents got caught up. And, um, oh, no. oh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, uh, yeah. If we were mm. to go into my 13, 14 year old phase, oh. uh, I would never have ever thought someone would say, hey, I think you're going to be a preacher. But, um, <laughs> My, my parents were so upset, you know, and I knew they would be, you know, like I knew they would be. They didn't bring me up to be like that. You know, mm. I was, I was trying to, I was trying to prove myself to other kids around me and, yeah. uh, some older kids. And, um, the English, my English teacher, he actually came to visit my house a oh. couple of nights later because he found out about it too. Well, the school got told about it too. This student of yours, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So, you know, like I, I got disciplined at home. I got disciplined oh. at school and, uh, English teacher came over and, um, he spoke to my parents and asked them to, you know, be uh, less, uh, not disappointed, but not to be so harsh with me because mm. they said, he said, I see potential in your son. He said his, his writing and his speeches, uh, I can see him going a long way. He, he presents very well. And I was like, what? what? I do? Like, I'd never heard that before. You know, I was like, do I really? You know, and, and, <laughs> and I remember he, he helped me through a couple of, I did a, I did a speech on Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X Ooh. that particular year. And he helped me out on another, another project. And, um, I had no idea that when I presented, like, none, none of your classmates are 13 years old and get, well, Dave, you, you speak real well, you know? Yeah, you do. No. no. And then it was the first time I heard the teacher, you know, like say that. And then in me, I was like, whoa, I was more aware now, you know, yeah. like, man, I must present okay, you know, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And, and probably from that point on, maybe because of the disappointment of my parents and my school, I mm. um, I was thinking, man, I don't want to do, I don't want to hang out with these guys anymore. No. You know, like, I got to start, I got to start look, looking at the gifts and, and whatever. But now, look, I, I, I speak for a living. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like, I still like to write. You know, and I'm, uh. I'm like, wow. But if it wasn't for his words articulated in that way, I hadn't, I didn't see that in myself. Mm. You know, for 13 years, I had not seen seen that and so yeah. it, it took him to go whoa went, wow and mum and dad I think mum and dad were like yeah I think we've seen that before we just haven't really you know <laughs> oh, <laughs> we wow. just you know right now we're just blinded by the fact that he's a little thief right now <laughs> <laughs> but oh, <clears throat> man yeah, yeah it's gonna and, and this is this is why I think the Gideon story is so awesome yeah he, he, we, we, he starts off as a actually it's a, and for anyone that's gonna follow this morning you forget a judge is six that's where the story, that's where the story begins. Mm. And it actually goes to chapter seven. I don't know how well we're going to go to get to the climax where mm-hmm. we, we, where lots of people, have, if they've heard the Gideon story, yeah. they would know about the, the 300. But 
Mm. Start, do you want to read the first three verses, please? Yeah, in, in sure. The, yeah. Uh, chapter 6? Yes, please. And we're reading from the New King James Version this morning. Mm-hmm. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the <clears> Lord. <throat> so the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made for themselves the dens, the caves, and the strongholds which are in the mountains. So it was, whenever Israel had sown, Midianites would come up. Also, Amalekites yep. and the people of the east would come up against them. Oh, what, a, right. what a sad start to the story. Yeah. You know, um, in the book of Judges, uh, we've gone past, you know, we, we, we talked about Joshua um, mm. previously. Joshua uh, the, was given the instruction, tell the Israelites they've got to clear the land of all people and they're not to worship their gods. Well, years later, guess what? Mm. The land's not cleared of all the other tribes, mm. and the Israelites are worshiping other gods. Yeah. So they've they've fallen into exactly what um, God had had instructed. This is not what you do. What what you're to, to do? And now they're in this situation. It says for seven years they sinned, and every year the Midianites would come with the Malachites and other people from the east. And take everything that they have, their cattle, their crops, their the, just the whole shemozel, you know. And mm. they've uh, gone to a point where they've made, they've escaped to the mountains, made shelters in the mountains and in strongholds. So they're they're, they're in hiding now. Mm. They're in hiding. That that's basically they're in a you know like that typical story of a bully. Yeah. Uh, you know that a kid comes to school. With their lunch, knowing full well, bullies going to come at lunchtime. Where's my lunch? Yeah. You know, and they hand it over. That, that's where that's where they're at, right? And yeah. that's, I mean, you try to hide. So they, they've just been bullied year after year. Mm. These people, when we talk about the Joshua story and the Rahab story, man, they they had the testimony of parting the Red Sea. Mm. They had the testimony of taking down the walls of Jericho. Yeah. They had the testimony of fire by night, cloud by day. Now they're this, yeah. hiding in the mountains. You know. Because they don't even know who God is now. No. You know, one of the most rep- repetitive lines that you find in Judges is, um, they did what was right in their own eyes. Yeah. And uh, in our next segment, we'll introduce our main man, mm, Gideon, Gideon the Wimpy Kid. Yes, Gideon the Wimpy Kid is the title of today's episode. <laughs> yeah, I know, we kept giggling about that yesterday when we came up with the title. Mm. And of course, I forgot to do this earlier, but if you would like to catch any of our previous episodes for Bible Heroes, we've covered Joshua, David, and Rahab. Um, be sure to check them out on the Faith FM app and the Faith FM website. You can find them there um, under Encounters or Tassie Encounters. And before we go, of course, for this first pro, um, for this first break, um, we have our question for you this morning. Who is someone in your life who saw potential in you? Let us know. Um, text us in this morning on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. This first song is "He Sees What We Don't" by the Carr Family.
Listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and we've got another episode of Bible Heroes with David Leo on the topic of Gideon, the wimpy kid. I know you, you like that one, don't you? It is a funny one. Um, 
Before the break, we had a question for you, which was, who is someone in your life who saw potential in you? Text us in this morning on 0488880891. We would love to hear from you. Mm. Uh, David, you got a bit excited when I played that first song. I did. I did. <laughs> as yeah. soon as you announced the title, I was like, this, that's right on line with what I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to touch on later on. I'm like, this is crazy, but yeah, yeah, um, I love it. It's not. This isn't. This isn't the side that any of you really see um, of radio production. But David is someone who doesn't give me many notes. <laughs> but exposed. Uh, well, well, you know what? I appreciate it because it means we can have more time chatting and hanging out. Um, but yeah, so that was definitely God's hand in my yeah. preparation there. So I, I didn't expect you to get super excited oh, yeah. with the, well, <laughs> the song uh, that, I chose. Yeah, the, the, the song is uh, He Sees What We Don't, yeah. right? He Sees What We Don't. And my personal definition of faith, which, you know, it's it's very appropriate since we're talking of Faith FM. Yeah. But my def- definition of faith, because I'm talking about biblical faith, mm. is faith equals seeing things the way God sees it. Mm, amen. You know, so we don't see it from our perspective. We try and yeah. we try and hone in. How does God see this picture? Right? Mm. How does God see this person? How does God see the situation? Mm. That is faith. Yeah. What you're doing is exercising faith. So when you said that title. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's, yeah, that's right on. There you go. That's right on. Well, All right. And, and I like the the, um, the the wimpy kid uh, reference yes. because there is this there is a series of books for children. It's called the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and um, I only started knowing about it because of my older son. He started reading when I was about seven or eight. Started bringing it home from the library, mm. and I had a look at it and I thought it was quite strange. It's like half half comic book, half. You know, uh, yeah, a normal, book, normal book. Written. Yeah, but yeah. It, it really expresses the thoughts of this young kid who's around the same age. I think he's like nine or ten, mm. and it's yeah, really strange, strange book. So, um, paralleling that to to Gideon, I think actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so we introduce Gideon in this story in, mm. in Judges six, and um, the Bible's explained that these guys keep getting ravaged, they keep getting picked on, they get everything taken away from them. This is God's chosen people, mm. the one that Abraham gave a covenant to, the one that's been brought, you know, like God has has paved the way for them. Mm. And they're now in the situation because they've decided we don't need God anymore. Like the, the God of the people of the land, the idols and, and the, the pagan gods, they... Um, for some reason, they are more attractive than this other God, oh, okay. right? The, the yeah. God that they've been that's, that's brought them this far, and then we come to um, we come to verse eleven. If yes. you could, if you could read that, please. In chapter six, wasn't it? Judges chapter six. Yeah. And we've yeah. just adjusted our version to the new international version. Oh, 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 I should I should add. Yes. Just previous to verse eleven. Yes. There's a mention. The the Bible mentions that a, a prophet had come to the people and told them. Remember God that brought you out of the land of Egypt? Yes. And blah, 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 because you've turned your back on him. Mm. Now you're, you know, you're, you've basically, um, uh, you've declined or refused to live under the blessings of God. Mm. And he said, well, <laughs> what can I do? Yeah. I let you, I let you to your own devices now, you yeah. know, and then we come to this uh, verse 11. Please come. Yeah, absolutely. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak of, of, Ophra, that belonged to Joash the Abizrite, sorry, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. Keep going. Yeah, we'll, yep. we'll just we'll, we'll stay there for, for yep, now. Sure. Right. Um, so we've got 
Well, this is interesting. We mm. talked about we talked about Joshua and uh, a man approaching Joshua with a sword out, right? Yes. And he says, "Are you a friend or foe?" Yes. We've got this angel of the Lord, right? Messenger, and mm. we're going to find out who that is later on in the story. Ooh, okay. And when there's an interaction between Gideon and the Bible tells us, what's he doing in the wine press? Mm. Hiding, <laughs> hiding wheat. Is he Was making? Is he making wine? Oh. He's threshing wheat in a wine press. So it doesn't quite make sense. No, what is he doing in the wine that's press? That's right. Well, the wine press is underground, right? Oh, it, okay. It, it, it goes, it's, um, it's a, a hidden place. Yeah. So he's threshing wheat in the wine press. Yes. Right. I suppose the point I'm trying to make is well, we're in a point of paranoia or hiding or, oh, or, or being afraid. Yes. We do stupid things yes, that do. don't belong, you know, that, that are inappropriate. You know, we're, mm. we, we're, we end up in places that we're not supposed to be doing things that we shouldn't be doing, right? Mm. And in his hiding and in his logic, uh, getting the wimpy kid, he's pretty smart too, but he's figured out if I thresh wheat in the wine press, mm. they can't see me threshing wheat in the wine press. So I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll get my bread here. And yeah. when I when I get all my bread prepared, I'm going to hide it somewhere, but they're not going to get it. So Gideon's living a life yeah. of hiding the lunch from the bullies. Oh yeah! Right. This is where he's at, and and he's not the only one. Like mm. uh, he he's a smart guy, you know. He's 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 actually strategic, so he's worked this all out, and so he he's a live every day like that. Yeah, right. And then verse twelve, you can re- read verse twelve. Absolutely. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, "The Lord is with you, mighty warrior." <laughs> well, sorry, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you call him? What did you, what, what did you call Gideon the Whippy Kid? Right. <laughs> see, see the way see the way God works? Yeah. Right? He doesn't look at you know I mean, he's literally staring at Gideon threshing wheat in the wine press and he knows the situation. Gideon, you know, in his thoughts he's he's probably you know, Gideon's probably thought, thought it all out. Oh usually the, the soldiers they come around uh when the sun's about to set, so yeah. I've, I've got uh this many this much this much time to get it ready. He's got it all worked out. And there's the Lord staring at him and then Hello, mighty warrior. <laughs> you know, you know this scene, um, like how it's playing out in my head right now, is reminding me of so many movies where the person who's the chosen one is right, at rock right. bottom. Protagonist. He's yeah, at yeah. rock bottom, and then someone comes towards him and says, "You are you are bound for great things." And then, you <laughs> yes, know, they're just looking yes. at them like, "What? Yes, are you crazy?" And it's like, are you, yeah. "You can't be serious." Yeah. What do? Uh, and again, what do you? Did you? You know, like Gideon was like. What, uh, you know, like I can imagine looking around. Are you? Yeah. Are you talking you, to me? You talking to me? Did you say? <laughs> did you say Mighty Warrior? Because uh, oh, yeah. let's let's talk about this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, the uh, verse uh, verse thirteen. Yes. Um, pardon, pardon me, me <laughs> my lord. <laughs> pardon me, my lord. Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Mm. Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of the Midian. Oh, man. Okay, so he didn't address the mighty warrior thing, you know? like He didn't even go, oh, why are you calling mighty warrior? But he he went straight for the, wait a minute. Um, So... There was two parts to this to what God said. He said, yeah. "The Lord is with you, mighty warrior." So yes. he ignored the mighty warrior bit and went with, "The Lord is with me." Yeah, you know, like that's what he heard. Yeah, yeah. and what he said, you know, 
oh, the Lord's not with us. No, he's abandoned he's... us. Where is he? Where is God? In our situation, you know, we're, we're, being, we're being smashed year after year after yeah. year. Where is God? And this thing that Gideon says, this is the most popular phrase that I've heard in my life. Where is God? Where, yeah. yeah. Well, why, why is this happening? Why is there natural disasters? Why are there uh, children suffering and dying? Why mm. are there, where is God? You know, and Gideon, if you thought that only people in the world asked this question, mm. Gideon, one of the people of God, chosen people, he had the same question, and I bet Gideon wasn't the only one. Mm. There were others, you know, and, 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 and what he's about to find out is, well, where's God? Yeah. And, and God's about to answer that question mm-hmm. in a very, uh, he's going to let Gideon know there's a reason why you're suffering this way. And yeah. I want to, I want to show it to you, right? Mm. And then he, he encouraged, oh, actually, we'll, we'll go through it. If you can read verse 14 and 15, please. Yeah, sure. The Lord turned to him and said, go in strength. You go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. There we go. There's the wimpy kid. There we go, right? (laughs) First, he's threshing wheat in the wine press. God calls a mighty warrior. Yeah. And now now he makes admission. Listen, listen, God. um, You know... This this all sounds great, but my clan's the weakest, yeah. <laughs> weakest out of uh, all the all the in my tribe. Yeah, you know, and then and I'm the weakest out of all my my family. Yeah. So wrong, you got, you got the wrong you guy. Got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and but the conversation continues, and um, so what we what we're dealing with now, we talk about faith, right? Yeah, seeing things the way God sees it. Mm. God sees Gideon differently to how Gideon sees it, but now Gideon, he's getting a bit of hope. Because his faith is now starting to, um, it's waking up. Mm. And this is what God does. God stirs and wakes up faith. When he sees potential in us, there's something in us that goes, wait a minute, perhaps you're right. Yeah. You know? And then Gideon goes, wait, if this is true, just wait here for a minute. I'm yeah. going to get prepare a meal for you, right? Oh, and, okay. but yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into the next segment. Well, yeah, ah, <laughs> I there like it. it. There you Hospitality. go, yes. Awesome. Well, we'll be getting into Gideon more later on in the program. Just to remind you of our listener question: Who is something? Who is someone? Sorry, who is something? Who is someone in your life who saw potential in you? Text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Also, hang around for our book offer later in the program: Christ and His Righteousness. Written by E.J. Wagner. Mm. This next song is Rise Again by Melissa Otto. Do not boast over me, my enemy. For my father is the victor. Your darkness only makes him brighter. He'll make me more than a conqueror. When I fall, I will rise again. 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 Do not blow over me, my enemy. Disappointments push me deeper into dependence on my father. I hold on to him, my helper. When I fall, I will rise again. When I fall, I will rise again. 
When I fall, I will rise again. When I fall, I will rise again. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. Every trial makes me stronger. Every failure makes me wiser. As he refines me in the fire. When I fall, I will rise again. 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 Oh. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, and we have David Leo on his Bible Heroes series. And today we are talking about Gideon, the wimpy kid. And um, we've been going through his story in Judges 6, and it has been hilarious because there's been moments... Pardon me, my lord. That reminds mm. me of someone saying, I beg your pardon. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. excuse Are you. Are sure? I, I, I am questioning your judgment right now <laughs> yeah. and your reasoning. So yeah. <laughs> um, where are we going from here, David? Yeah, so you know, now he's at a point where his faith is stirred. He realizes, okay, all right... Um, this this person has, uh, I'm going to indulge this. And we see a response from Gideon. He says, wait here, I want to prepare a meal for you. Like you said, hospitality. Mm. That's that's awesome. And then, um, and, and there's something about this because they're trying to hide their cattle, hide their bread. But he goes and grabs one of the goats and mm. makes bread for his guest. Right? Yes, hospitality. And, we we talked about this with um, Abraham. That's right. Yes. That's right. And he brings and Rahab. You know, yes. Rahab's another one. You yes. know, so he he um he brings the uh he brings the meal that he's prepared, mm. and this uh, angel says, "Put it on this rock over here." And he puts it on the rock, and he touches it. The angel touches it with a staff, and it burns up. Oh, the meal and the bread burns up, and get him. He um. he, he goes whoa. Because you are indeed a messenger from the Lord. Oh, so he didn't get mad that he ruined his food? No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is this is where you mm. realize his perspective is changing. Oh, yes. Right. Because before he didn't look at the mighty warrior. He just looked no. at, uh, oh, the Lord is not with me. But now it's like, oh, wow, the Lord is with me. I don't care about the food that I just, I've been hiding and, mm. uh, you know, I've been trying to look after. I, you know, I got to, I got to do this. And so, um, when, when, you know, finally faith, some faith is secured. Yeah. There's some faith there. And then the Lord says, I'm going to have you do something. Mm. Gideon's all ears. Yeah, yeah, what do you want me yeah. to do? He goes, take one of the bull from your uh, dad's herd. Mm. And he makes specifically, make sure the bull is seven years old. Okay. Which is interesting because in the beginning of this chapter, it talks about that there were seven years in sinning. Mm-hmm. And it seems like for every year that they've been in sin, this bull is going to compensate for oh, all those years, right? Yeah. And so he takes a bull uh, and he says, and I want you to destroy your dad's altar to Baal and the Ashtoreth pole that's next to it. 
right? Mm. So these are these are things that have been these are altars and worship idols that have been made to a pagan god. Mm. And he said, I want, to, I want you to destroy that, and um, I want you to sacrifice the bull to an altar that you're going to make to the real god. Yeah. And so Gideon, <coughs> the wimpy kid. He goes and does this under the veil of night. (laughs) So he does what God said. Yeah. But he makes sure to do it when no one can see him doing it. (laughs) I'll serve you, but over here. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. But his faith is now being actioned, right? He's starting to action his faith now. Mm. And uh, he does it. People wake up in the morning. <laughs> what what has happened here? Yeah. What has gone on that the altars been destroyed? Who's responsible for this? We should have their their yeah their head yes. and the father. He 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 makes a response. He says, "Oh look, um, you know if if Baal can if Baal's a real god, he can fight for himself, can't he? You know, like yeah. let's let's let Baal fight for Baal. Otherwise, if we try and fight on his behalf, then that might be our death sentence. Mm. And so the people agree. You know what? Let's leave it at that." And uh, you know, and they find out it is Gideon. Yeah. Right? Okay. They start asking the question, Gideon, why? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think Gideon's learning from this? If if that's his task that he was given, mm. and his question was, "Oh, where's God? Where's God? Uh, he's not with us. He yeah. abandoned us." But that's the task he was given: destroy, destroy the, the, fake, the yeah. fake gods. He's already starting to realize. I suppose. I suppose what we're trying to do here is. Turn the people back to <laughs> back to seeing our uh, yeah, yeah the God that brought us out of Egypt and actually can save us yeah maybe I don't have to hide and come up with a timetable every day of where I'm going to hide my yeah. cattle where I'm going to hide my bread where I'm going to hide my you know what if those stories are indeed true mm. <laughs> you know now his doubts are starting to yeah. subside and his faith is coming in mm. but as the people start gathering around him and he starts to rally up the people. Mm. They start to get, uh, you know, get excited. Um, he starts to, he starts to realize, oh, I've got to get these people together because the Midianites and the Amalekites, they're starting to gather again to come and take our crops and cattle. Mm. And he starts telling the people, hey, let's get together. We're going to fight back. You know? And he gives testimony of what happened. And the people are rallied up, like, yo, yeah, yeah, he's seen God. You know, God he burned up the food on the yeah. on the rock, and this is the conversation. He called him a mighty warrior. So maybe he is a mighty warrior. And Gideon, you know, Gideon's listening, he goes, Oh, whoo. And so that evening, he says, Oh, you know, Lord, you know, I'm I've got a lot of confidence in you. Mm. But but just do do me this one favor. Yeah, do me this one <laughs> I'm gonna, favor. I'm gonna take this fleece of wool, I'm gonna place it on the ground here, and uh if this fleece of wool is wet in the morning but all the ground around it is dry then I know you're really with me (laughs) so Gideon's got faith yeah but he just wants more confirmation yeah yeah. there's still doubt (laughs) yeah and so in the morning he comes to the fleece and sure enough he rings it well it's wet Mm. it's drenched but the ground around it is dry yeah and he's like oh wow well did not expect that to work yeah okay the Lord is with us yeah Lord, I don't want to be too pushy. I know I'm pushing the friendship a little bit, but just just one more thing. What what if I leave the the wool here again, but the ground around it is all wet, but the the wool is dry because this could have been a coincidence. You know, this oh, could, yes. <laughs> just in case, just we, in case we miss something. <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case we miss something, yeah. right? And in the morning, 
sure enough, just as he asked. Yeah. You know, this is, this is, um, my walk with faith, I, I see is very familiar with, with Gideon's. Yeah, me too. You know, um, in the very start of my, when I, when I, when I, when I thought, Jesus, you know what? I'm going to start walking the way you, you I'm mm. going to start doing what you want me to do and say what you want me to say. And in the very beginning, it just seemed like he was opening doors left, right, center. Mm. Like it was just easy. Like, uh, like an example I'll give you. I remember one time I had to go somewhere and, um, uh, I was out of, I was out of petrol, right? I was, the petrol was going low. Mm. I couldn't, I, I remembered, I forgot my wallet at home. Oh, no. And I said, and, and I prayed this prayer. I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. You know, I, I need, I didn't realize this was going to be this far. I didn't organize properly. Mm. You know, what am I going to, and I went to, um, I was just going around the car and I opened the boot. And as I'm opening the boot, just, you know, thinking there might be something left somewhere, you know, like mm. I might have left five bucks or something, somebody, somewhere. And I look under the car. And there's $20 next to the tire. What? You know, I'm like, man, I'm praising the Lord, you know? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. I can't, you know, like that type uh, of, you know, that, that type yeah. of prayer, like those, those doors opening that easy. Yeah. It's, it's as if, uh, it's as if God wants you to ask for bigger things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, we, we started off this way, you know, like I, mm. I was growing your faith. Yeah, faithful in the little things. Yeah. And then, but, but yeah. the things that I wrestle with now, Man, you know, like I know for certain that's not something I would have, he would have presented to me early in my walk. So yeah. God is really merciful mm. in allowing these moments. Yes. You know, and uh, we shouldn't be surprised when, that when you can come like Gideon and just say things like, Lord, I know, I know I, I'm, I'm hearing the stuff on radio and, you know, I want to exercise my faith, mm. but this could, this means that I might have to ask my job. Um, yeah. Can, can I not do those particular hours? Yeah. You know, this, this might mean that, um, oh, my, my, I might have to take my child to a different school or yeah. whatever. And that, that's huge. These things, that's huge at that particular time, you know? And there's negotiations, just like Gideon's doing. Man, God welcomes them. You yeah. know, like he's, I think I mentioned this yesterday, Isaiah 1 verse 18, come let us reason together. Mm. You know, come let us reason together. Talk with me. Yeah. You know, let's, let's make this happen. You know, and Malachi 3, when it comes to talking about his resources, test me. Test me. <laughs> test me. You know, test me. See, see if I don't do what I, do what I say. You know, yeah. and, man. So Gideon, Gideon does this mm. and God comes through. Yeah. And now he's confident. Oh, man. Yeah. I can do this. I so, am certain. Yeah, I'm certain. I'm <laughs> yeah. certain about this. Yeah. But I really want to. Uh, I really want to touch on this. Um, let's look at the definition of faith from from the Bible. The definition of faith from the Bible. Yeah. So Hebrews 11 verse one. <clears throat> now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's a strange sentence, isn't it? Mm. It says faith is a substance of things hoped for. So it's yeah. substance. Substance is something that all our senses can can tune into yeah. you know but it says it's substance but it's things hoped for yeah so it's not here but we can see it touch it taste it mm. feel it all those things but it's not here yeah. it's not in front of us right now and then the second part says the evidence of things not seen mm. evidence presented and the stuff to give reason for hey you can believe this because here's the evidence yeah but you can't see it. No. Right? It's evidence not seen. So faith is a substance of things hoped for, things coming in the future, mm. and evidence of things seen. What's happening with Gideon is he's exercising faith now. Mm. God has 
baited him and pulled him into this relationship of, I need you to believe in me. Mm. Will you believe in me, Gideon? And yeah. Gideon's like, yeah, yeah, I, I do. However, However <laughs> can you just, yeah. in case I didn't hear you properly, yeah. can you show me one more time? Yeah. Pardon me, my Lord. Um, please help me with my faith. Yeah. Yes. Um, and God's response, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're coming up to having another break. Um, before we do, we have our book offer for this morning, Christ and His Righteousness by E.J. Wagner. A precious treasure waiting to be discovered by the present generation. This book is a breakthrough. It penetrates the centuries of spiritual fog and rediscover the inherent power of the pure, of pure New Testament justification by faith. With rare honeys and clarity, yet with love, the author puts his finger on the true reason for our many spiritual defeats and unbelief. Best of all, he demonstrates how to overcome that all-too-well-common sinful paralysis by believing how good the good news is. Here is spiritual sunshine. The code is after the break, but right now, this is Sila by Abby Eaton. Glory 
Listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and we are finishing up our program with David Leo on the topic of Gideon, mm. the wimpy kid. Before the break, as promised, we have our giveaway for this morning Christ and His Righteousness, written by E.J. Wagner. To claim this book, be sure to text in the code HEROES4, H E R O E S, and the number 4, no spaces. Text that in to 0488 880891. That is HEROES4, H E R O E S, and the number 4. Text that in to 0488 880891 to claim your free offer today. HEROES is a very funny word to spell out loud. Um, Anyway, David, how how would you like to finish up with this program? You wanted to mention the book, didn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to give a, give a plug for this book. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's all right. It's an old one, but it's it's a really good read. It really takes into consideration that, uh, as I suppose it's part of our, our human nature, is to, when we see a set of rules, we just want to follow them and just follow them arbitrary, arbitrarily and not really consider, Yeah. you know, just think, oh, I'm doing the right thing, following the rules. Mm. Um this book really gets into the fact that you're actually taking, when it comes to faith, you're taking on Christ as a person, mm. right? So you're entering a relationship with a person that helps you see that uh, these rules are not just about behavior and following. They're actually principles of life, mm. right? That they actually, you know, when you when you hang around with a certain person, you get influenced by them, yes, right? And absolutely. you just start saying things like they do. You start talking and Christ's righteousness gives you a really good sequential breakdown of how this relationship works and mm. basically how relationships work in general <laughs> so which is awesome and what mm. we what we're finding here with Gideon this is what's happening he's starting he's taken on this angel of the lord yeah. at his word he's taking him as a person the relationship has become got, got to a point where he says oh lord listen can I just put this fleece of wool and yeah. uh, you know <laughs> that, that, that's the relationship set so you yeah. know it's 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 a healthy healthy growing relationship yeah and the bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so you can't see it yet it's something you're hoping for in the future Mm. but check out this check out this uh psalms 139 if you could we're going to read from 13 to 18 it's just verse 16 that i want to focus on but this whole 13 to 18 is beautiful this is for each and every one of us all our listeners anyone that's that's hearing this right now this is god speaking to us amen So, Psalms 139, verses 13 to 18. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's wound. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, your eyes saw my substance, yet being yet unformed, and in your book they were all written. For the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God! Mm. How great is the sum mm. of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. <sighs> that. If that doesn't if that doesn't get you in the feelings, man, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what will. But this is this is you know like this. 
when mm. you speak these words to your child, yeah. and then we have our God speaking this to us. Verse 16, it says, Your eyes saw my substance mm. being yet unformed. So if God sees our substance before it's even here, mm. then what is God exercising towards his children? Yeah. This definition that we found in Hebrews 11 verse 1, faith. Faith. We, are, we often talk about in this relationship that we, we just got to exercise faith in God. Mm. We got to believe that, you know, God is all powerful. We got to believe that God is all knowing. That we got to believe that God is everywhere and all at once, that He can do mm. these things. But we also should consider God is exercising faith towards us. Yeah. He sees the days before us before they even, like the Bible says it, yet there were none of them. Mm. Right? He's got a visual. <laughs> he sees us not for what we are now or what we were before. Mm. He sees us what for, faith looks like. For what we could be. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how he sees us. He sees Gideon not as the guy threshing wheat in the wine press. He sees him as a mighty warrior. Yeah. You know, and Gideon hasn't even seen that yet. Like he he's about to he's about to be in a situation where like did this just happen? <laughs> right? And we we're going to have to get into that next week because yeah. we're, we're running out of time. I'm sorry about that, listeners. That's all this right. Is, welcome to David Lear's world. But um, <laughs> yeah, well, knowing this, when we think about this, you know, I often picture, <clears throat> I used to love it when my um, when I used to do sport events at school or mm. um, be in a rugby game or whatever, and I could hear my dad's voice. Mm. Come on, son. Yeah. You know, finish it, son. You know, like, yeah. man, that, that, that voice that... Um, they're cheering when I'm tired, yeah. And that voice comes in. Whew, I'm I'm not tired anymore. I've got I've got a, I've got a surge of. Whew, I'm gonna go get it. Yeah. And we read in the Psalms 139. That's mm. the voice of God speaking to us every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day when we wake up, this is God saying, "Hey, don't don't look at yourself the way you look at yourself. Yeah. Look at you how I see you." You know, see things the way God sees things. Don't, <clears throat> excuse me, don't look at the day ahead of you and all the, uh, you know, the situations and, and using these words hopeless and what, yeah. and whatnot. See it the way I see it. Yeah. You know, when I, when I do this, like when, when I do have my pity parties. Yes. And yeah. I, I know there's something very, very morbid about enjoying those things. When I say enjoying, yeah. it's like you want people to leave you alone and you want you want to be alone and you all that. It's like it's wanna a, wallow in your own yeah, yeah. self pity let, and let be ups let me be upset right that's now. That's right, yeah. <laughs> let, let me be. Yeah? yeah. And um when I when I do have my, my pity parties and I'm like, man, mm. this situation, this there's no way out of this. The moment I start exercising, wait, how does God see the situation? Yeah. You know? I start picturing, well, if God sees this. This is how I see it. And it's usually in my local, I see it for what it is. I see it. It's like a little room that isolates me. Mm. And then I say, oh, how does God see this? Then I start zooming out like Google Maps. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I start zooming I out it. and you see things the way God sees things. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. My situation is pretty, pretty little, pretty measly yeah. right now. You know, like God's dealing with all these other things and he's willing to listen to me right now. You know, so when you yeah. see things the way God sees things, you start realizing, Wow, God can take care of this at the snap of Easily, a finger, yeah. you know. And here am I going, I'm done. Yeah, yeah the world around Richard, man, I am. You know, <laughs> woe is me, woe is <laughs> me. I'm done me. for. Everything's but, bad. Yeah, but when you see the way God thing, well, the, you see the way God sees it. Mm. And seven years of being bullied, it's yeah. all gonna, you know, it's yeah. all gonna disappear. It's you know, all gonna the, disappear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you see that Gideon, the wimpy kid. 
transforming to Gideon the Mighty Warrior. Yeah, that's probably going to be our title for next week. Yeah, okay? yeah, Gideon the Mighty good. Warrior. Yeah. From Wimpy Kids of Mighty Warrior. Sounds good. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love how you shared. Um, how, I never really looked at Gideon like that. I knew he had a lot of um, struggles with faith, but also like I didn't know his origin story. So that was that was amazing to learn about today. And I definitely did that when um, I totally empathized with him not wanting to, you know, just wanting confirmation. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if I heard doesn't. you properly. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just try that again? <laughs> Hey, yeah. hey, uh, hey, 14 year old Kami, you can yeah. lead a worship team. You can lead a worship team. Are you sure? Team. Pardon I, me? Can, can you just, look, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if you, if you could just reword that in a different way, <laughs> maybe we can just try one more time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I 100% understand and empathize with that. And even when, when I was at university and I did, um, I did Bible studies. Like I, I challenged her because I kept feeling this pull in my heart to do it. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I was going to a secular union. I just really didn't want to stand out. Mm. And, um, yeah, when, when I kept getting that pull, I was like, ah, oh, fine. And I challenged God and I said, fine, you, you bring the people. And yeah. sure enough, he did. Oh, and it's faithful. just like, oh, but God, you know, do I still have to run them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a very funny, um, it's a scary place to be, but I'm excited for Gideon part two next yeah. week. So join us next week for Bible Heroes and also join us tomorrow with David Maxwell and myself. We're going to be talking about origins and, you know, he's been doing this series. Are you listening? So be sure to join us for that as well. Well, just another plug for the book. The code is HEROES4, H-E-R-O-E-S, and the number four, no spaces. Text that into 0488-880-891. Thank you for joining us this morning, David, and thank you um, for listening in this morning. This is Victory Prayer by Kate Collingsworth. You are all-powerful. Your spirit is stronger than our flesh We choose to walk in the spirit